the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back, relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I pray is being a blessing to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. The Word of God tells us about all the wonderful things that our Father has made available to us and is willing to do for us. Things that Jesus Christ bled and died for us to have. Well, since God thought enough for us to have Jesus Christ bleed and die for us to have them, then we ought to care enough for what he did to do whatever needs to be done to actually receive and achieve all that it is he made available to us. Since God's word tells us that they're rightfully ours, then it's only right that we do what it is that we need to do to receive and achieve everything that Jesus bled and died to be ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible, which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10, we're going to look at verse is 9 and 10 so that we can be able to get back in to what God has started giving me and you. We're going to continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called Rightfully Ours. Rightfully Ours. Where God has made available to me and you things that are rightfully ours that he wants us to know about and receive too. This is a time, this is a season when God wants us to be able to receive the things that he's given to me and you. Not just hear about, but receive the things that he has in store for me and you. And one of the things that's in the way of that is finding out and really believing that these things that he has for me and you are rightfully ours. Well, God wants us to know these things are rightfully ours and he wants us to be able to receive those things too. So today, please have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what you need to know. That not only these things are rightfully ours, but they need to be received by us too. Of course, we already found out by rightfully, we means that it's half as a valid or a just claim. As in some property or position, it's legitimate. These things are legitimately ours. We have a valid claim to them. We have a valid uh, right to them. These are, this is properties or positions that are rightfully ours. God wants to put you someplace that's already waiting on you. He wants to give things that are already prepared for you. But you got to believe that these things are rightfully yours before you can even receive what he has in store for you. Hey, man, John chapter 10, we'll begin reading in verse nine. Jesus says, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief come up not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's God. He wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. Of course, we know life is what we receive initially when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We receive Zoe. We receive God's life. Praise God. We had previously eternal death on the inside of me and you, but he gave us eternal life on the inside of me and you. That's, the, that's the God kind of life. 
But yet he says, I want you to have it more abundantly too, which means there are other levels and other areas of life that God still wants to give to you. Well, there's more in store that God has planned for you. Now, the question is, is will we let God be God and do what he wants to do and make sure he gives all the life that he has in store for me and you? Jesus said, that's why he came. He said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The Amplified Version we already learned says, I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. To the full till it overflows. There are things that are rightfully ours that will cause us to be able to live out that life that God has in store for me and you where it is on full and it overflows. Now, I got a good life. I'm a blessed man, both me and my wife. We bless people. But at the same time, our stuff ain't full and it ain't overflowing either. Praise God. Not like I want it overflowing. Praise God. And once in a while something might spill out, I want it to gush out. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, that's what God wants for me and you too. He wants us to live that kind of life and he wants us to live it every day of our life till he come and get me and you. We found out from the Living Bible that it renders it this way. It says, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Fullness means filled to the brim where you can't fit nothing else in. That's what God has in store for me and you. Why? So that we can be able to be the blessed people in life and then live out the life that he intends for me and you. We already found out that these promises are already yea and amen in Christ. God has already said yes. It's not like we're trying to get him to do this. This is no, he's trying to get us to receive what he already does for me and you and already purposes to do me and you. But our amen got to match his amen. His is firm. Ours is all weak and noodly. Like, amen, amen. He said, no, no, I want yours just as firm as mine. Because I'm a fat, emphatic about giving you this. Now you become emphatic about receiving this. I, I, I'm all about making sure you get this. Now you make sure that you become all about you receiving this. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because God says, I got exceeding great and precious promises waiting on you. Now what you going to do? Come on and let me do for you what I want to do. We found out that we've been given wonderful promises, exceeding great and precious promises that God has in store for me and you. Now it's time for us to be able to receive the things that God has in store for me and you. Why? Because God don't lie. He don't repent. He's, if he declares a thing, he says, I'm going to do a thing. Well, we see all through scripture where he has declared to me and you what it is that he intends to do. And we looked at last time how it is in the end when we're going to be able to testify, <laughs> get testimony. No, just like people in the Old Testament did, and that God did every single thing he said. Now, if they gave it to him, testimony of it, and they wasn't even his children, how much more so are we going to give testimony because we're his children? Remember, we're attached to a, a covenant with even better promises. Praise God. And, then, and, and they was just his people. We're his children. And so since we're his children, you better believe we're going to do it for his children. Well, we're going to be able to testify, too, just like Solomon did when he said that God did every single thing that he said he's going to do. We're going to be able to testify just like Joshua did. When Joshua said before he left his life, he said, I didn't receive everything in my life that God promised me that he would do. And he's going to be able to do the same thing for me and you. But, but the key is, is that our God gives us these things for us to be able to richly enjoy. But that's his side, the giveth. He giveth it. But we got to receive it. Because all the giving in the world intend, intended to do does not do anything until we also receive what he has in store for me and you. That's why we got to learn to receive, y'all. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 6, please. See, God has things for us and to have and enjoy that he has promised us and has established as being rightfully ours. But at the same time, we now have to just do what we need to do to become receivers of the promises that are rightfully me and you. He intends for us to 
receive it. We now, to, now have to become a people who are willing to receive it. And do what's necessary to receive it. Now see, once again, everybody say amen when they say they receive it. Oh yeah, shoot, heck yeah. I'm going to receive it. But are you willing to do what's necessary to receive it? Amen. Everybody want to be all slim and trim and, and taunt and tight and want everything in their body working just right. Amen. But are we willing to do what's necessary for that to be able to happen? Now, that's the question. Amen. Can it happen? Oh, it can happen. You ain't too old to be tight. You ain't too old for your body to work right. Is anybody hearing me up in here? It can happen. Look at your neighbor and say, it can happen. It can happen. Question is, are we willing to do what's necessary for it to happen? Now, that's where the question come in. Because these churches all over the place is shouting about all the things that God can do. Oh, folk, you say God is able. Yes, he is. Hmm. Our God is able. Yes, he is. I said he's able. Yes, he is. He'll do it for me. And he'll do it for you. He'll do it for the person that's sitting next to you. He'll do it for them out there. He'll do it for us in here. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yeah. Oh, they shouting all over the hundredfold back into your life. They shouting all over the world about what God will do. But ain't that many shouting about what he did because they haven't let it happen. That ain't going to be y'all. We're in Hebrews chapter 6. Let's pick up reading in verse 9. It said, but beloved. Now God's talking to you here. He's reminding you how much he loves you. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you. And things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. Paraphrase. That we are persuaded that there are greater things waiting on you. We know about these things that God has for you that are attached to your salvation. That you didn't just get saved from hell's fire, but God has even greater desires for you. Verse 10, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which he have showed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. That you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. That ye might, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. See, we need to do what we need to do to receive what God has in store for me and you. Amen. Amen. We need to do what we need to do. To be able to receive what God has in store for me and you. The ones that's rightfully ours. The ones that got, got set aside, prepared, already waiting on me and you. So that we can receive these things. Now verse 12 concerning the righteous, concerning the uh, reception of the things that God has designated as being rightfully ours. It, design, it tells us what it is that he needs us, some of the things he needs us to do. To be able to make sure we receive what he has in store for me and you. Anybody here going to get what the God has in store for Okay. Verse 12, pay attention there. Verse 12 says, that ye be not slothful. 
but be followers of them. That ye be not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Now, there are some who have inherited the promises. There are some who's already been there, done that, still got the T-shirt and they wear that. But he said, if you want what they got, then this is what you need to do. Come on, say it out loud, sis. Then you got to do what they do. And one thing they didn't do, which we ain't going to do, is be slothful. We ain't going to be slothful. Look at your neighbor and say, he is talking to you. And he's talking to me too. Amen, amen. We ain't going to be slothful. Before I go any further, Christians are some of the slothfulest people you ever met in your life. We have this welfare mentality that everything is just supposed to be given to me and you. God said, I'm going to give it. But there's a part that you got to play too. He holding up his end. We got to hold up our end. And then in the end, we're going to receive everything that he said in store for me, that he has in store for me and you. But we got to hold up our part. Look at your neighbor and say, baby, do your part, do your part. And part of that is don't be slothful. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. See, I'm far enough away that I got to, I, I can take off running before they come. Praise God. You right next to them. They be done hit you. Praise God. We're talking about slothful. We ain't supposed to be slothful. See, we can't be slothful when it comes to get what God has in store for me and you. God doesn't want us to be slothful. He said he doesn't desire us to be slothful. That word slothful right there means sluggish. That word, it means sluggish. Sluggish. See, we can't be sluggish about the things that are rightfully ours. We can't be all sluggish about the things that are rightfully ours. The word sluggish means indisposed to action or exertion. Lacking in energy. It means indisposed to action or exertion. Lacking in energy. See, some folk are just indisposed to action. Indisposed to exertion. That's why we be looking for pills that we can take. That can take all of this off of us. That's why we be looking for, 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 for vacuum cleaners that people can use. That can open it up and stick it in and suck it up off of us. That's why we're looking for rubber, rubber bands to put on our gut. Because we don't want to get off our butt and do any exertions. Mm-hmm. Should I put some more sugar on it? Sometimes we don't want to do what we need to do to be the people God intends for us to be and do. We keep picking up them hamburgers, cheeseburgers, bacon cheeseburgers, double bacon cheeseburgers. But that's the only exercise we get. Repetitions from putting it to our lips. But we don't want to do nothing else. We're indisposed. The word indisposed means unwilling or reluctant. 
See, some folk are unwilling and reluctant to action and exertion. So we can't be unwilling to do what we need to do to receive the promises that God has that are in store for me and you. We can't be unwilling to do what we need to do. So whatever action, whatever exertion that will end in possession is worth it. Whatever action, whatever exertion that will end in possession is worth it. Because when you get it in your hand, you'll be with a woman and man to say, I'm so glad I did it. So we can't lack the energy. When it comes to receiving what God has in store for you and me. Especially when it's stuff that's already rightfully ours. We can't lack energy in that. Hey man, we can't lack energy in that. We got to be about it, about it. Come on now. That word sluggish also means slow to act or respond. Slow to act or respond. Which means when we hear about the awesome things that God tells us that are rightfully ours. We got to learn to be quick to respond. We got to be willing to, to make a move then. Not three years from now. Not two years from now. Not a month from now. We got to get about it now. When we got to get about it? Now. When did you hear about it? Now. So when you need to do something about it? Now. Somebody said duck. What do you be like? Well, I'm going to schedule it. No, you don't schedule ducking when somebody say duck. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You don't schedule ducking. Like, when, see, when can I fit that in? No, you duck when somebody say duck. Is anybody hearing me out here? They say the building is on fire. The building is on fire. The building is on fire. Ah! And you hear that voice trailing off because they done ran out. (laughs) You don't just sit here and say, wait a minute now. I've got something else scheduled to do. I didn't hear all the messages that pastor had to preach. Come on, pastor. More truth. More truth. I'm like, outside, outside. Because if, if if they say leave, we leaving. Is anybody hearing me up here? We don't, we don't schedule this. And when God comes to you and speaks about what's available to you, you got to learn to respond then. Let him tell you, slow down. Let him tell you, back up. Let him tell you, sit down. If he say jump, jump first and see whether it's high enough later. I'm trying to teach something up in here. Jump first, figure out if it's lying high enough later. Is anybody hearing me up here? You got to learn to move. What you got to learn to do? You can't be slow to act or respond. Which means when we hear about all these awesome things that God has in store for me and you, we got to, we got to, we got to get on it. Old folk used to say, he who hesitates is lost. He who hesitates is lost. Which means when we're slow to act or respond to what God shares with me and you to do about anything that he has in store for me and you, then that means that time and opportunity are lost. Time and opportunity are lost. Time spent enjoying that which would have been rightfully ours is lost when we're slow to act and respond on it. Time spent that with things that could have been rightfully out. We could have been driving it long time ago. We could have been living in it long time ago. We could have been wearing it long time ago. We, we could have been doing it long time ago. We could have been, it could have been long time ago. But we dragging our feet about what it is that God said that's sweet. When God already told us what it is that he has in store for me and you, we still hesitating about doing what he said do. Still hesitating about what he said do. Come on, we got to learn to be about it, about it. We can't be slow to action and slow to respond. Opportunities to have and enjoy sooner that which is rightfully ours 
are lost when we are slower about doing what God said to do. Because things could have happened sooner. Things could have happened sooner. We could have could enjoyed it a long time ago. We could have been enjoying it from that time till now. We could have been benefited from that time till now. Well, somebody gave you a million dollars right now and said, put it in the bank and we'll give you 20% interest on it. You'd be like, all right now. Nothing but a word. But what if, what if you could have got that million dollars 20 years ago and put it in the bank with 20% interest on it then? Good googly moogly. You'd have had stuff piled up by now. Because there are compounded benefits that come from don't dragging your feet about stuff and get on it. Does that make sense? Hey man, we got to be learning not to do it that way. The word sluggish also means moving slowly or having little motion. Moving slowly. Some of us are like that. Parents in the house say, hey. If you tell your child, come here, baby, come here. What do you expect? But what if they say, all right, all right. Let me finish this game. I'm about to get get high score. Wait, 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 what's wrong with you parents? You wouldn't go? You wouldn't go for that? She laughing. No. Why not? I expected them to move. When when did you expect them to move? A while ago when I said now. When you said move, right? Amen. Anybody else would have had a problem with that if he was a parent? I got any other parent in the house, praise God. Well, that, that wouldn't have probably wouldn't have, no, not to you. That wouldn't have been a problem to you if they'd have drug their feet at it and been slow in motion when you said come, right? No, that would be a problem. That would be a problem? Amen. <laughs> Is there any parent in here that it wouldn't be a problem? One more voice is coming from heaven saying, and it would have it'd have been a problem for me too. My child. When I said move, how come you ain't moving? When I said I got this for you, actually I grew up when, they, when the parents used to yell out the, out the window. I mean out the front door, screen door, if it was summertime. Screen door. Y'all remember screen door? They yell out the screen door. They say, hi Rod, dinner time. That didn't mean finish the game you're playing. That didn't mean finish rapping about rapping and or, 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 or hanging out in the corner trying to, you know, get your, you know, your, 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 your temptation sound on, you know, where y'all singing and stuff like that. And y'all got your woo whoops and stuff, you know, and we, we, we got all our moves going. As soon as you hear your name, praise God, that come, you're supposed to do what? Why? Because dinner is ready. By the time God speaks to you, stuff's already ready. <laughs> it's already prepared for you. It's already ready. It's already waiting on you. But we moving all slow. Excuse me. They moving all slow. And he's teaching us, don't move slow. When I say something, go. When I say move, move. When I tell you that this is available for you, it's available. Come on, get on it. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's really true that there's things that God's word says rightfully belong to me and you. I hope that you're learning that our proper response to what God's word says is rightfully ours is what will determine whether or not the things that God's willing and wanting to do will actually become ours. So let's learn to respond properly to God's word that he's shared with me and you so that God can cause to happen in our lives all the things that the word says rightfully belong to me and you. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So if you don't have transportation or you need a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the single unmarried people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if you're in or going to be in San Antonio this Friday, I've got just a thing for you. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G to B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free. It's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints. It's done on the fourth Friday of every month. For all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages, come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 